BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show. Probably already know this, but Dr. Dre and Marjorie Taylor Greene are in a battle, so... uh... (laughs) Let me check my bingo card. Not sure I had that one. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Dre are in quite a spat. She put out a video. It was actually a pretty pretty well-done video of her walking the halls slow to some Dr. Dre song. And uh, it looked pretty cool. Anyway, you know, as always happens anytime Republicans use music, the lefty musicians um, come out and say, you can't use that. I'm going to sue you. And she's had her Twitter account taken down and he's blah, 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 lawyers, whatever. Okay. You know, you're right. Everything you said is correct. But as a right wing musician, I don't want Marjorie Taylor Greene using my songs either. (laughs) Honestly. Although, you know, any publicity is good publicity. I came across this story a couple of days ago and it bothered the hell out of me. It's a story about uh, Lieutenant Ridge, his, his first name's Ridge, get over it, Alconis, who's, uh, who was serving rather on a guided missile destroyer uh, in uh, Japan, where my, my brother was stationed in the Navy for several years. He was driving with his family back from a trip to Mount Fuji, which sounds wonderful. And, and in fact, my brother and his family embraced being in Japan. They didn't sit on the base. They thought, wow, what a wonderful opportunity. We're going to have the kids uh, learn uh, some Japanese and learn about Japanese culture and, and landscape. We're going to explore the country. We're going to do our best. We're going to have an adventure. And they had a great adventure. 
So anyway, this guy and his uh, his wife and kids, uh, and he has three children. They go to see Mount Fuji. He's driving back, and he falls unconscious as he's driving. And that caused a wreck in which two Japanese citizens died. It's a tragedy. Absolutely a tragedy. Absolutely no one alleges drugs or alcohol were involved. What's the age of um, this guy? He is, uh, oh gosh, how old, he's, uh, how old is he? It doesn't say. He's, I believe, in his early 30s, wow. something like that. That's a, he's a that's, young man. That's a rare thing to have happen. Yeah, well, indeed, uh, a Navy neurologist said that the lieutenant had suffered from acute mountain sickness. He was up there at a high altitude, and driving back down, he passed out. I didn't know that was a thing. And again, in a tragic, tragic you know, car accident, while his family was okay, two other people died in the accident. But the tragedy, quoting from the Wall Street Journal, is cascaded into a larger fiasco. And, and I'm going to depart from the text here and just explain a, a little bit. There have been a couple of high-profile cases um, in the recent years, last decade or so, um, whether on Okinawa or, uh, or the Japanese mainland, where American service people have behaved very, very badly, including uh, a couple of sexual assaults, some, some uh, drunk driving, that sort of thing. And the Japanese people... Uh, have grown uh, very, very resentful of U.S. service members behaving badly, which I get. But what looks at, well, I'll, I'll return to to the text now. You need to understand that situation. Uh, the tragedy is cascaded into a larger fiasco. Lieutenant Alconis was arrested and held in solitary confinement for more than three weeks. He was not even given a medical exam that would have that might have exonerated him. Mm. 30 members of Congress have uh, written a letter to President Biden. Uh, a spokesman for the Embassy of Japan says the government adhered to the status of forces agreement and its agreed minutes during the process. In short, this guy was is stuck in jail and will be for quite some time because, and I should point out, he's, he's uh, of the Mormon faith. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do any drugs. Uh, he is as clean as a clean guy could be. He's expressed remorse. Um, he is paid. He has cobbled together $1.65 million, and lieutenants in the Navy don't make squat. But through donations, family, insurance, and a bunch of stuff, he's paid $1.65 million in restitution of the families of the victims, but he's still rotting in jail. Three years in prison, which he began in July, mostly because no Americans in the higher-ups, whether in uh, the government or the Navy, want to go to bat for this guy because it'll cause uncomfortable discussions with the Japanese government. All right, so we got an American being held not in Iran or North Korea or Russia, but one of our strongest allies. Yeah, yeah. And this poor son of a gun. Man, he think got he altitude could... sickness and he passed out and that's it. And he's got three little kids and he's rotting in jail now and not being treated terribly great, according to some accounts. Man, you'd think you could get that worked out behind the scenes with a friend. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, let's see. Naval Chief of Operations Admiral Mike Gilday said, uh, blah, blah, blah. it's very tough for Alcona's family, but, quote, you have to balance that against justice. It's not an easy problem. And U.S.-Japan negotiations were way above his pay grade. That's the Chief of Naval Operations. Um, and then I like this. This editorialist in the Wall Street Journal, credit where it's due. Oh, it's from the editorial board. They ask a hell of a provocative question. 
Would the Admiral have sounded off so casually if a case involved a woman service member detained in Saudi Arabia? This isn't a rhetorical question. Thousands of Navy sailors stop at ports in the Middle East, and the U.S. has an interest in ensuring none are perceived as vulnerable to the whims of local justice. They point out military officers don't have license to behave with impunity, and crimes by U.S. personnel on Okinawa have eroded Japanese support for hosting U.S. troops. Sure enough, but again, and this is what makes me so crazy, and and both Jack and I come from military families, so maybe we're a little more sensitive to this sort of thing than most, but we are sending a message to our service people and our would-be service people, our would-be recruits, that if something awful and not your fault befalls you while you're serving the stars and stripes in a foreign land we will leave you to twist in the wind or sit in jail so it's not uncomfortable for the higher ups so nobody in the state department has to break a sweat why don't you rot in jail while your kids ask where's my daddy having done nothing wrong so we don't have to get into a uncomfortable conversation with the japanese government It's just a horrible message to send to our people. It just bothers the hell out of me. So anyway, we'll post this article. I don't think you'll get paywalled since we're sharing it. It's in the Wall Street Journal. but um, And you know what? Uh, Maybe during the commercials, I'll dig up uh, some links for you and get them to executive producer Mike Hansen. Uh, If you want to support this guy or bang the drum or, or make noise in Congress, we can't do this. You know, maybe one of the reasons that I'm, I'm especially sensitive to this is not only is my brother stationed overseas for quite some time, but I was born when my dad was stationed overseas. And the idea that if my dad had had an epileptic seizure or something like that, God bless him, um, and it, uh, it killed some people on an Italian highway, that's where I was born, um, that I wouldn't have had a daddy for the first three years of my life because our diplomats are too lazy to to intercede with the Japanese and make clear, look, We'll hammer the guys who, who commit crimes. We will we'll make them wish they were in the Japanese justice system. I have no problem with that. But if one of our people innocently has a tragedy befall them, we're not going to let them twist in the wind to avoid, again, the diplomats breaking a sweat that pisses me off. All right, enough said on that topic. Have you heard about the Korean War Wall of Remembrance? Oh, boy. This is a Vietnam memorial-like wall celebrating the memory of honoring the almost 37,000 Americans who died fighting the Korean War. It's often called the Forgotten War. Maybe if it's the war is not forgotten, the impact of it certainly is. Almost 37,000 Americans died in the Korean War. What's going on with the Wall of Remembrance is it's so awful, it's almost funny. We'll have that for you and much more coming up. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, in our finest hours, California has, has been, well, freedom's force multiplier, protecting liberty from a rising tide of oppression. More than any people in any place, California has bridged the historical expanse between freedom for some and freedom for all. Wow, that's Gavin Newsom, the governor <laughs> of California, uh, talking about how California is the go-to state for freedom. Yeah, between 1940 and 1996. Yes, that's correct. Well, uh, 2002 or so. Yeah, it ain't anymore. It's like the opposite, Gavi, you lunkhead. Anyway, more on that coming up. Uh, there is a lot of speculation he would be running for president, but now it looks like Biden's going to run for president. I don't I don't think Gavin Newsom's going to challenge a sitting president. Uh, but the state of California's finance is pretty interesting. Maybe we'll get to that later this hour. <laughs> Let's go to email real quick. I noticed a couple just came in. Biden's not running again. Signed, Almighty God. There you go. Come on. Stop it. He's not going to die before 2024. It's not going to. He's not going to run again. He's not going to run again. You're uh, practically a lone voice on this. Delighted to be. That's fine. (laughs) This is so. So you're going to be in the weird position of if he dies, you're doing a touchdown dance. That's the because your prediction was right. Weird in what way? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's right. People are going to be lined up for hours to pay their respects to his his body inside the Capitol, and I'm going to be the one guy, told you, told you, booyah, write it down. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> exactly. So this is horrifarious, friends. It's horrifying, but it's so utterly incompetent. It's almost funny. This is such a good article, i got to admit it. I'm just going to read the first couple of sentences for you. The Wall of Remembrance at the Korean War Veterans Memorial may be miss. Well, I tell you, I'm going to I'm going to start with this. And my my father-in-law, my beloved departed father-in-law, served in the Korean War. An arc of gleaming black granite slabs etched with thirty six thousand six hundred and thirty four names was unveiled on the National Mall over the summer, built to honor American service members who died fighting in the Korean War. Almost thirty seven thousand Americans. People like Frederick Bald Eagle Bear, an army corporal who was killed as he rallied his infantry squad to fend off an enemy attack. And Walder McCord, a bomber pilot who crashed during a night mission. And John Kolsch, a helicopter pilot who was shot down trying to rescue another pilot. He died in captivity and was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor. But Lieutenant Kolsch's name is spelled wrong. Lieutenant McCord's name is not on the wall at all. And the name of Frederick Bald Eagle Bear, Native American obviously, a member of the Lakota tribe, is so mangled that the polished granite lists him as Eagle BF Bald. There are hundreds more mistakes like those. Said Hal Barker, a historian who, uh, together with his brother, maintains a vast online repository of information about the Korean War, uh, called the Korean War Project, said it's just a damned mess full of old bookkeeping errors and typos. The brothers estimate that the $22 million Wall of Remembrance, which was added to the 27-year-old Korean War Veterans Memorial, which is a beautiful and moving memorial, contains over a 1,000 spelling errors, over a thousand wow it also incorrectly includes 245 names of service members who died in circumstances totally unrelated to the war they say including a man killed in a motorcycle accident in hawaii and another who drank antifreeze thinking it was liquor it's not and it includes one marine who lived for 60 years after the war and had eight grandchildren Beyond that, there are about 500 names that should be listed but are not, according to the Barkers. They say the official roster used for the wall was so slapdash that they cannot find much rhyme or reason to who was included and who was left out. Well, my favorite part of this story is that they lay the blame at all the competing agencies and groups that were involved, not being able to work together, uh, which to me is just an argument for not having government in charge of your health care. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the fact that you had so as Jonah Goldberg tweeted out, you had you literally had one job. I mean, yeah. build a memorial that's got the right names on it. And you didn't even come close with twenty two million dollars to spend. You didn't even come close to getting it right. Right. They threw a tremendous amount of taxpayer money at it, but through the shared missteps of several federal agencies and veterans groups that failed to devote the time, money, and scrutiny needed to prepare an accurate list, uh, probably even more time, money, and scrutiny will be required to fix it. A great deal of more money. So nobody went to the trouble of, 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 of uh, you know, proofreading. That is something. That is something. Coming up, lucky girl syndrome. We'll talk about Lucky that. Lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. It fits in with a couple of different stories I've got about uh, online 
dating and hotties combined with the attitudes of Gen Z. It's all it's, all, it's going to be a mishmash of very entertaining, I think. Oh, and speaking of annoying people, because I'm already annoyed by the topic, um, just that brief uh, glimpse of it. Uh, uh, hmm, how do I how do I mention this without giving it away? You know the trend of corporations to s- loudly spout their values, whether dropping fifteen million dollars on BLM or whatever the hell else. <clears throat> well, that era appears to have ended with a crash and a thud. Oh, really? Okay. Or it it, it will be soon, as these brilliant CEOs realize. And I know uh, we were we were yelling this at the time. CEOs are realizing, oh, my goodness, we offended as many people as we gratified. Yeah. Maybe we ought to just uh, sell gym shoes. (laughs) Good one. Friggin' morons. Here's my favorite onion headline of recent days. Defeated man too tired to fight $14.99 fee on phone bill. (laughs) (laughs) We've all had that feeling. Oh, my gosh. $14.99 a month. Do I just pay it the rest of my life, or do I try to... Call somebody and figure out what this is and get it taken off. I just, I don't know. You know, that reminds me. I can't remember if it's QuickBooks or somebody or others touting that they have a uh, some sort of software that you employ to figure out what all of your subscriptions are, and they give you a readout on them mm. so you can keep track of them and figure out when they end and how to cancel them and stuff like that. I've got to do that. That's a good idea, yeah. Oh, Lordy, I know I'm squandering so much money, but I just every time I think about looking into it, I just get that feeling of tech exhaustion. Yeah. Defeated man too tired to fight 1499 <laughs> fee on phone bill. Exactly. Exactly. A cultural anthropologist writing in Scientific American. Uh, uh, a what now? <laughs> a cultural anthropologist writing in Scientific American says that NFL football is a uh, horrifying abuse of black men. We can get to that coming up. I saw that, and some of the response to it has been unkind. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot on the way. Maybe you've got lucky girl syndrome, so you're going to be fine today. As a girl, probably not as a dude. Or, of course, where, where am I getting off? Oh, exactly. listen to the transphobia. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across California, 32 million are under flood alerts. This dumping deluge, the latest in a series of atmospheric rivers, forecasted to drop up to 12 more inches of rain. There you go, here, grab my hand. I got you. After a flood of daring rescues, hundreds of thousands have lost electricity again as trees slice through homes, power lines, and claim lives. The damage from this storm in just a few hours will easily top the millions. But after a week of wicked winter weather all across California, the destruction will likely exceed the billions. I'm not sure how I feel about a flood of daring rescues. That's funny. I got hung up on that, too. That's uh, no, no. You can't have a wildfire of daring rescues during a wildfire. That's idiotic. Nobody would say that. Uh, yeah, well, we uh, we happen to live where this is happening, and it is crazy. 
I mean, it's just the 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 amount of water everywhere. I flew into the airport in Sacramento uh, over the weekend, and the rivers you could see from the windows that were overflowing. You really couldn't hardly tell where the rivers were compared to where the rivers aren't. It was just water everywhere. Anyway. Oh, hey, can, let me squeeze this in real quickly, because I mentioned this before, and I dug up the article from the Wall Street Journal where it was. California, so there's all this water flowing across California, flooding people out, and it's just it's crazy. And then the worst may still be to come. But anyway, California voters passed a $7.5 billion measure in 2012 to help build new storage facilities and make other water improvements. Now, when Gavin Newsom is touting his credentials for president, because I don't believe Joe Biden's going to run again, but anyway, and about how California is leading the way, showing how to make things work, in 2012, voters passed $7.5 billion to build new water storage facilities and other water improvements. The state approved some of that money six years later to help build a reservoir north of Sacramento, which would hold enough runoff from wet years like this to meet the needs of roughly 9 million people for a year. So six years after the money was authorized, they reauthorized the money, but the project has been mired in regulatory delays and hasn't happened. The money was passed in 2012, 11 years ago. Uh, I have a number of things to get to, including lucky girl syndrome. But uh, first, wanted to comment on well, th- th- this is grim, but looking at it like a TV show as opposed to the reality of what's happening, uh, people need to quit trying to pull off the perfect murder. They're not good at it. So have oh. you been following the story of that guy in Massachusetts who clearly killed his wife? She was missing for a couple of days. And then it turns out when the cops spend a little time looking into his last couple of because uh, this, this is well known. If a woman uh, disappears, the first place the cops look is the husband. Because it's mm-hmm. usually the husband. Um, sure. And if she has a boyfriend, it's him. But anyway, uh, they start questioning him. Turns out he went to Home Depot over the weekend and bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies. Huh, I'll be darned. And uh, suddenly they go down the basement and they find blood. You know, well, let's look at his laptop. Turns out he was Googling how to dispose of a 115-pound body, which happens to be the weight of his wife. Now That's that, a coincidence. That. Yeah, jeez. Would-be murderers, between cameras everywhere and DNA technology, there's no chance in hell you're going to get away with it. So how about you find a different solution than killing somebody? Get a divorce or whatever, but yeah. He Googled how to dispose of a 115-pound body. What a Boy, he's like moron. uber stupid. And they appeared to be wealthy looking at their house and everything. Yes. Oh, yeah. She was a successful uh, real estate gal in D.C., I guess. Yeah. Anyway, that's horrible. Lucky girl syndrome. I guess there's some influencer chick. Ugh, too many of those. Too many influencers in social media who uh, who uh, who touts lucky girl syndrome, and that's the hot new thing. So if you hear anybody bring that up, it's it's basically just having a positive attitude. It's saying every morning, "I'm a lucky girl, and lucky things are going to happen to me." It's basically. So this is the same as that that Oprah thing that got so much attention a couple years ago, right? What was that? What was that called? The truth or the 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 way or I think the way is Jesus. Um, yeah. Or yeah. Mandalorian. Well, it's either Jesus Mandalorian. or Mandalorian. That is the way. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible. Um, That's right, sir. Thank you. Gen Z's way of getting whatever they want is lucky girl syndrome. That's what they say. So anyway. Um, another online thing. I've become aware uh, recently in my non-marriedom. I've, I've I'm not done any social 
uh, online dating sort of stuff, and I don't think I ever will. Uh, I'm for whatever reason, I'm not going to. But uh, people who do, God dang it, if you're if you're an attractive person, I don't know how I don't know how society is going to function because it would seem that attractive men and women have unlimited opportunities mm-hmm. to, you know live the exciting lifestyle of going out to eat, having sex, all that sort of stuff that, you know, I, I couldn't do that forever, but some people seem to be able to. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's definitely has changed. It will change society forever. It's, it's certainly for the attractive. Yeah. I've heard it. We're very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael. It's, he, Michael's so handsome. It hurts to look at him. Um, I have heard it said, and I have zero personal knowledge on this, that the top, 15% in terms of looks get all of the responses and everybody else gets nothing. Yeah, I don't know about percentages, but several of the people I know who do online dating would be in that category-ish. And yeah, it's an endless supply of either you're a woman being taken out and romanced and wined and dined and then, you know, your opportunity for physical uh, getting together if that's what you want. Or guys the same way, you know, you're going to be more on the paying end, but you have an endless supply of attractive women you're going to be able to take out to eat. And so it's yeah. just, I, I, yeah, it, it's, it, I wonder what that's going to do to society long term. Are our top 15% or I think, I think it's probably more than that. I guess I'm more like 30%. But if, if our most attractive third of America has an opportunity for a different lifestyle than ever existed before, will they ever settle down? Or I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I'll be dead and gone before oh, yeah. that all bears yeah. out, Jack. Yeah, this is for the future. My time has passed in a number of ways. But um, I'm closer to Joe Biden than to them. But uh so speaking of uh, of uh, close togetherness amongst a loving couple, last night I'm talking to Judy, and uh, I said we really need some us time. We need to get the just me and you. Let's spend some time together. Blah, blah, blah. She literally penciled me in for Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> and penciled in case uh, something comes up. Oh yeah. Yeah, between the, my job and the, with all the things she's involved in, I've got an opening for you Thursday about four. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I was leading toward this guy who uh, I expose female cheaters. People don't agree with my methods. He's a good looking guy. He would definitely be in that top 15% of good looking guys. And he says, you know, I only know what he says. So whether it's true or not, I don't know. But he says he's a moral a uh, religious person who believes in monogamy, but he uh, he just came out of a 12-year relationship. It sounds like he's sort of bitter about it. She cheated on him, and uh, I don't mind. You know, I can understand why he'd be bitter. But he sure. st- started doing the online dating thing, and he was shocked at how many of the women who approach him on online dating, he finds out when he does a little Googling, are already in a relationship. So what he does, he apparently is pretty good at photoshopping, is he finds pictures of them with their husband or boyfriend, then photoshops himself into the picture of them together, and then sends them the picture. <laughs> so there's a picture here of like a, a couple sitting on a rock with a beautiful landscape. Clearly, they took some sort of selfie when they're doing a romantic thing, and there yeah. he's sitting on the rock next to them. <laughs> or the park bench, or the sunset, or the whatever. You know, it could be suggested he mind his own damn business. Well, <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. Pretty I, it funny. is funny. 
He says you would not wow. believe how many women who are already attached send me direct messages. They're already taken if I do a little Googling. And he edits himself into their couple snaps. That is pretty funny. Okay, now something serious for uh, for the younger crowd. <laughs> do you hear my the change of my tone of voice? I did. That, that was a, I'll stop giggling now about the guy on the rocket sunset. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. In a way. <laughs> Morning consult poll. Percentage of Americans who say they are proud to live in the United States, broken down by generation. Oh, boy. I think the question would be, has it always been this way, or is this a recent phenomenon where it seems like the young hate America more than they used to? I don't know. That's a good point. I'd love to see some comparison across time, but I'll brace myself for the sure-to-be-disturbing numbers. Percentage of Americans who say they are proud to live in the United States. For boomers, 73%. Three-quarters. Gen X, which is what Joe and I are, 54%. Seems low to me. Hmm. Even that seems low. Millennials, 36%. Down to a third. We're proud to live in the United States. Gen Z, 16%. You little weasels. You freaking go, weasels. Go live somewhere else, weasels. Tell me how you like it, huh? I can't. You were a child. Go do something else. Unless my parents move, I can't go somewhere else. Yeah. Because I live mm. in their house, you see. Um, I don't know. So have those numbers always been roughly the same, and it's just stupid young people who don't appreciate what they got? And then <laughs> that, was, that was uncharitable. Of course, I called them weasels. <laughs> I was a stupid young person. I was never not proud to be live in the United States, but... I was Indeed, very, yeah. uh, uh, you know, stupid is the wrong word. My brain power hasn't changed over the years, but my um, you know, perspective, life, perspective and has, life yeah. experience and lack of, yeah. you know, ignorance or lack thereof has changed over the years. And is it just that? Yeah, I don't, it's an oddly worded question. I didn't mean to quibble, but are you proud to live in the United States? Not really. I was an infant. Well, I was a toddler when my dad returned from his overseas right, so posting in the no service. Vote. You'd be a no vote. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Getty, no vote. Not proud to be an American. Well, yeah. See, that's different. I'm immensely proud to be an American. I'm not terribly proud of living in the United States. What? Yeah, I really speak English. I understand the system. I, my, it's where my job is. So, yeah. <laughs> I think you're quibbling. So you're just thinking that the boomers didn't look at the question carefully enough at 73%, and the Gen Z, with their uh, quicker minds, uh, well, it's no, it's just irrelevant. It's entirely irrelevant. Because you could ask the uh, how many 2 million illegal immigrants we have pouring across the border every year. Thanks, Joe Biden. Uh, are you proud to live in America? You, you are fresh out of Venezuela. I guess they would answer C. For example, I mean, I realize I'm picking the worst country on earth to use it as an example of what we're better than. But in Afghanistan, the Taliban, who recently outlawed women going to college or school at all, Mm -hmm. have now outlawed women going to male doctors. So if you think about it for a second, if there are any female doctors in Afghanistan, and I don't know if there are. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. How are there going to be any women doctors if you're not allowed to go to school? That's where I was going, yeah. So if there are any current female doctors in Afghanistan, and I'm not sure there are, there certainly aren't going to be in in the future since they're outlawed from going to college, which, in other words, you've outlawed women going to the doctor. These people are monsters. They're 
crazy. They are subhuman. What is that? What is their philosophy? It, they're cultists. They belong to a death cult. And I'm not talking about Islam. They belong to a bizarre, twisted, sub, sub, sub sect of Islam that the average Muslim has no, no. D- 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 love for, desire for, approval for whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, we're better Yikes. than that, for instance. <laughs> Damned by faint praise. Yeah. Anyway. And North Korea. We're better than North Korea, too. <laughs> yes, we are. I actually wow. think we're better than everybody. But Well. So that was my mishmash. We of all- try real hard, huh? Yeah, that was my mishmash of a whole bunch of things that barely fit together. But hopefully we're entertaining for the last dozen minutes. <laughs> 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 kind of what we're shooting for. Kind of what we're shooting for. Um, um, Joe Biden has... Top secret stuff in his closet. Turns out, yeah, we. But he does. Uh, well, I don't know. He's what got, kind of. Wait a minute. He's got classified documents. Yes, in his there closet. we go. Yeah, wildly irresponsible uh, rhetoric on behalf of my two co-host. There, I can't believe I heard what I just. So heard. he's just like Donald Trump, or is he? All right. Among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. The White House is acknowledging that a small number of documents marked classified were found in a locked closet inside offices occupied by the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. And officials say that those offices were used by Joe Biden after he left the vice presidency, but before he became president. And they say the papers were discovered the day before the midterm election and were turned over immediately. All of this follows the discovery of roughly 300 classified documents at former <laughs> President Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago. The Justice Department is considering criminal charges in that case. So, obviously, everybody's doing the compare and contrast. I think we can look at them completely on their own. I mean, what documents did Joe Biden have? What laws were broken, if any? Uh, I am kind of interested in the timing. Uh, This is all new. This is all less than 24 hours. So, um, uh, Because the original story was they were discovered five days before the midterms. Now, that one said the day before the midterms. But do you think if they had discovered classified documents in Trump's closet, they would have kept that a secret with an election the next day? Sure. Yeah. I love the guy's tone of voice, too. The documents were kept in a locked closet in an office that Biden used after being vice and before president. Just explaining to us why it's fine. If it was Trump, it'd be the documents were kept in a closet. (laughs) Right. A closet. Right, right. And look, I'm not comparing the two because we don't have enough facts yet, but there's so much phoniness. It's just, it's hard to take anything, you know, with an open mind. Yeah, my... my I try very hard, but it's difficult. My only takeaway is that uh, presidents don't treat classified information like it's very important, apparently, because we've got uh, um, several of them, Bill and Hillary and... Trump and Biden have all had classified documents on computers or in their garage or wherever. Yes, yes, so, yes. Of varying levels of actual secrecy and what have you. And All right. Yeah. So either uh, punish it and tell people to stop or, or something. As I said the other, uh, I guess it was a couple hours ago, uh, the whole uh, my side, your side, my side, your side. Nobody ever talks about policy. And the way we're actually governed and the tax dollars we pay and the way it's spent and the way we're spending ourselves into oblivion. It's all about personalities. And that's not unintentional. That's not an accident. That's what politicians want to, to, to be the situation. So you're yelling about that. Also more, more interesting in terms of getting ratings, I imagine, uh, for the media. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's how they make uh, any of those reality shows popular. You have to get people invested in the personalities. Right. And honestly, if there's two rooms, in one, there are two people calmly discussing uh, important policy. And in those two, in this room, two people are screaming at each other and about the fight. I got to tell you, I'd be tempted to go watch the fight. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fights and that sort of thing, I love this from the Washington Post. The outspoken CEO is a rapidly dying breed. In the last five years, companies and their CEOs have made public statements opposing restrictions on voting rights. That ought to be in quotes, you lying liars. And in support of stricter gun control, they voiced their opposition to legislation that prohibits transgender people from using bathrooms that align with their gender identity. And et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 BLM, hashtag me too. Uh, companies taking a position on social and political issues has become so much the norm in the last half decade, it's easy to forget how unusual this kind of rhetoric once was, etc., etc. I'll skip to the end because we're running out of time. 
Uh, as we enter 2023, it's time to call it the year of widespread corporate outspokenness is ending. It has escalated into a potentially massive reputational and political risk that companies are often better served hashing out at the board level. In short, if you sell shirts and tennis shoes, sell shirts and tennis shoes and shut up about politics, you're going to piss off as many people as you're going to please. Yeah, I would say uh, the, the chance to piss people off and or those of us that just don't care that much. I mean, they're going to buy yeah. your shirt or your shoes or not your political stance is not what i'm into it for right so even if you're not pissing me off you're tiring me out this research from columbia business school said the blowback you get is greater than the benefit uh it's the reason is what's called a false consensus effect people tend to assume that others share their values and are surprised react more strongly when they find out no not everybody agrees with me i'll be damned yeah huh you missed an hour in the pocket strong and getty Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.